0: The following program is not intended for children under 13, even though 13 is the spookiest of numbers. It contains coarse language, mature content, stories about ghosts. It's kind of spooky. And also, I am not responsible for the things that come out of my wife's mouth. Listen at your own risk. Welcome to another episode of Spooky Stories.
1: Ooh.
0: I'm your ghost co-host, Matt McComb, the kooky one.
1: And I'm the spooky one, Kaya. And today we are going to be taking a trip to Halifax, Nova Scotia, and checking out the Five Fisherman Restaurant.
0: That sounds delicious.
1: One of the most popular seafood restaurants in Halifax.
0: Oh, great. Yeah, let's go there.
1: Yeah, seafood and spooks all at once.
0: Oh, no, no, let's not do the spooks.
1: We have to do the spooks. Like
0: spooky fish?
1: Mm, no, not Spooky quite. lobsters? No, more Spooky clams? Spooky happenings.
0: Okay, spooky happenings. Let's talk about spooky lobsters. They don't sound that bad.
1: We're not going to talk about spooky lobsters.
0: Because <laughs> I really like the idea of a ghost lobster. <laughs>
1: mm, not happening today.
0: Oh, someone has... Rubber banded my claws, and I haunt this place because they boiled me. Oh, no. That's not what this is about?
1: Nope.
0: Okay, fine. Tell your story.
1: Thank you. So, our story starts back in the early 1800s. Halifax was experiencing a large amount of growth and development, and the need for a school was becoming very apparent. So, the parishioners of St. Paul's Church of England took on the responsibility and began construction of the schoolhouse in 1817. This, okay, I know. Just bear with me, okay? The school opened in 1818 and was the first school in Canada to offer free education, which earned the building the distinction of being the first national school and is a protected heritage site.
0: And then all the children got sick and they converted it into a seafood restaurant. Not
1: quite yet. Um, but by the late 1880s, the building was unable to handle the growing needs of educating young minds. So the Dalhousie College across the street took over the responsibility uh, and the building was left empty. Okay. Yep. Um, along comes the new owner. Her name was Anna Leonowens. Which, if you have ever heard of The King and I, she is actually the main subject of it. What? Yeah. Uh, so she is well known for chronicling her experiences as a teacher to the 82 children of the Siamese king, Mong Hut from 1862 to 1867. And the accounts of her life were then used by Margaret Landon to write Anna and the King of Siam, and then was later adapted into the Rogers and Hammerstein musical, The King and I. How does that one go? What do you mean?
0: What are the songs in The King and I? I can't
1: even remember.
0: The King and I. It's been
1: such a long time since I've seen it. Um, But anyways, so Anna.
0: I teach 82 children. Of the
1: King and I fame. Chose to purchase the old school, the building that it was in.
0: And then I purchased an old school.
1: To found the Halifax Victorian School of Art. Which eventually became the Nova Scotia College of Art and Design. Eventually moved to a new location. Okay. Okay. Trust me, there's. I'm getting into the history here. It's cool. Um, not long after the art school moved, it was taken over by the Snow family, and was converted into the John Snow and Company <gasps> Funeral Home. That is so John Snow. <laughs> yep. True story. <laughs> this is a true story.
0: Uh, She's a queen. This is the Jon Snow and Company funeral home.
1: Unfortunately, Jon Snow knew nothing of what was going to come for his funeral home in the next few years. So, um, this funeral home played a significant part in two of the world's greatest disasters. The first one being on April 15th,
0: 1912. Oh, I know that one. That was like the Halifax boom? Or what was it called?
1: Uh, That was when... 350 miles off the coast of Newfoundland, the RMS Titanic hit an iceberg and sank, taking 1,500 souls with it.
0: Yes, you remember that. Yeah. With Kate Winslet Um, and Leonardo DiCaprio.
1: So, Jon Snow, being the hero that he is, took part in the, um, the rescue missions. So there were rescue operations that took place out of Halifax because it was the nearest mainland port
0: did he ride a dragon to the wreckage of the Titanic
1: he did not ride a dragon but he did sail on the McKay Bennett ship as part of the rescue efforts taking along 125 coffins embalming fluid and iron to weigh down bodies that were to be buried at sea
0: and some dragon glass, just in case, right?
1: Um, no. We can stop the Game of Thrones references now. <laughs>
0: okay.
1: <laughs> okay. Um, so many of the bodies that were recovered from the disaster were brought back to... Life. ...the funeral home, including John Jacob Astor, who was the richest man aboard the Titanic, and Charles M. Hayes, who was the president of Grand Trunk Railway, which was Canada's main railway at the time.
0: Just like the Headless Brakeman. Yes. Worked on. Correct. Wow, there's a lot of connections there in the spooky stories. I
1: mean, we're Canada. We're not that big.
0: <laughs> you didn't let me finish. The spooky stories verse? Is that what we're going to call it? The spooky stories cinematic universe?
1: I like the spooky. the spooky. <laughs> the spooky pories.
0: The spooky stories verse. <laughs> the
1: spooky stories verse.
0: Or the spoopa verse, whichever you like. Whichever. Guys, comment on our Facebook and tell us what the Spooky Stories universe should sound like.
1: Where all our stories connect.
0: Yes, where all the... What, what should be the coined term for that
1: one? Should it be Spooky Stories verse?
0: Should it be the Spoopiverse?
1: Or the Stooky Spories. <laughs> the Stooky
0: Spories verse.
1: Anyways, so the building had lots of bodies brought back to it, so probably some ghosts brought back with those bodies as well.
0: Is that how it works? Just, like, the ghost, like, stays with the body?
1: Well, in a previous episode, you didn't think that ghosts could be in the water, so... (laughs) I would assume... (laughs) I just feel like,
0: who's who's the out that would be haunting the fish? Like, do fish care if they see ghosts?
1: They're probably, like, haunting the people who go to disturb these, like, disasters, like the Titanic sinking, or, you know... Those other ships being. But there's things
0: that we can learn historically. Ghosts just leave us alone so we can like learn things and like make sure that islands don't collapse and that we can like recover like jewels and whatever so that Britney Spears can sing about them in her dumb songs. Celine Dion. No, Britney Spears like. Oh, I thought the lady.
1: Oh yeah, I guess. But I mean, like Celine Dion was the original singer. It's
0: true, but. She didn't sing about the jewels, did she?
1: So, five years after the Titanic sank, tragedy again struck Halifax.
0: You can cut that one out, by the way. I don't want people knowing my Britney Spears references. <laughs>
1: I'm going to leave it now just because you said something. Um, so, on December 6, 1917, tragedy struck with the Halifax Explosion. That claimed the lives of over 2,000 people and left over 9,000 in See,
0: I told you there was a Halifax Explosion and I knew what I was talking about. There
1: was. You were just five years too early. <laughs> Whoops. Whoopsie. What
0: do they call that one? The Halifax boom? The
1: Halifax Explosion. Gotcha. Yeah.
0: They really didn't have good ideas on how to name things out east, did they?
1: I mean you don't need a fancy name when you're dealing with over 2,000 deaths.
0: Yeah, but there had to have been, like, something. They couldn't just been like, the Halifax Explosion strikes the news again.
1: They called it the Halifax Explosion. It was pretty big news. They didn't need to worry about the marketing behind it.
0: Well, they do these days, okay?
1: Anyways. <sighs> so, during the explosion, the windows of the funeral home were shattered, but the Snow family still did their duty and conducted funeral services, for 30 to 40 victims a day. Wow. Yeah. There's a photo that they put in the local papers on the anniversary of the explosion every year that actually shows rows and rows and rows of coffins lined up outside of the funeral home just for all the people who were killed in the explosion. Damn. Yeah. I'm going to post the photo because it's kind of interesting to see it. Like They just like took over the streets of Halifax with these coffins. Wow. Yeah. So. Did
0: Jon Snow run the only funeral home?
1: So I think they were kind of like the main one. I think there was another smaller one, but they were like the funeral home of Halifax, because they were the largest, so they could accommodate the most. Why are you smiling?
0: I'm just. I was gonna make another Game of Thrones reference, but I just.
1: I think you've done enough. Not okay. I think you've done enough. (laughs) Done (laughs) enough. This episode. Um, So yeah. So thousands of corpses coming through their funeral home probably leading to a lot more ghosts
0: again i don't think that's how it works
1: i mean that's a
0: long way for that ghost to travel he's like hey what are you what are you doing with my body hey hey like hey like just leave
1: it where it is so i have a theory and it probably isn't true but it's a theory and it's my own so i think that like the spirit stays with the body until it, like, gets to somewhere, like, it's...
0: get somewhere where it can haunt people?
1: More like until it gets to a place where, like... So I would associate spirits with funeral homes because, like, when you're... When you die, you go to a funeral home, they, like, drain everything out of your body so that they can fill you with embalming fluids. So, like, I feel like maybe they take your spirit out while they're draining... Your body, so then, like, all these ghosts are just hanging out. So, you're
0: saying, like, the spirit is like a chemical thing within the body?
1: No, but it's like they're already draining out all your blood. Why not take your soul with it?
0: (laughs) If that was the case, then all funeral homes would be like just super haunted. Like, I'm talking like overrun with ghosts.
1: They're pretty creepy.
0: Yeah, but I don't think they're overrun with the ghosts, just, like, hanging out in there in the hallways and stuff, just like, hey, 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 what's up? Hey, hey, you're here too?
1: Anyways. I knew
0: I saw you 100 years ago.
1: So, the funeral home closed in 1973. Um, between 1973 and 1975, the building was used for lots of other things, including, um, like, a warehouse, um, I'm not sure. There wasn't a lot of detail about what else it was used for. Um, But in 1975, the Five Fishermen Restaurant opened its doors, known for its great seafood, friendly staff, and rich history.
0: And ghosts.
1: And ghosts, yep. It's said that the history that the building exhibits helps draw in guests who want to see some spooks with their seafood.
0: (laughs) Interesting. So you're just, like, munching on some haddock, and and then just like, oh, yeah, there's one. There's another one. I don't think it's like whale watching where you're just like, (laughs) oh yeah, there's one. They don't, like, I don't think ghosts just like come in and haunt the place while it's just full of customers.
1: Um, maybe, maybe not, but I have about three pages of stories to go through if you'd let me okay, get to Okay fine. Okay
0: fine I'll tell you how it works and then you tell me how it works.
1: Sounds good. So many of the staff at Five Fishermen are so used to the odd occurrences that they seem unfazed by many of the strange and unexplained happenings and most of them will tell you about it over dinner too.
0: Actually I would go here. Yeah? Because I don't think a restaurant's gonna be haunted while there's a bunch of people in there. Also, I love seafood, but, like, how are you, what are you going to eat there?
1: I don't know. We do reference the salad bar a lot, so I guess, like, that would be my option. Oh,
0: God. Anyway. Salad bar.
1: So, some experiences include glasses flying off shelves with no one around, cutlery on tables shifting and falling to the floor on its own.
0: Hey, ghosts? That's dangerous,
1: right? <laughs> um, also, taps turning on and off with no human assistance. It's a restaurant. There's lots of taps, and She's they just trying
0: to help the dishwasher, right?
1: I mean, helpful ghosts are always welcome, but um, not
0: dangerous ghosts. Not
1: dangerous ghosts. Stop throwing those knives around. Stop
0: throwing those knives around.
1: God. Um, so there are many staff stories that tell of spooky happenings during. <laughs> what? I
0: just love the idea of like them using the ghosts as like waiters. It's like, hey, hey, Charles. <laughs> Table four needs their <laughs> haddock Come on now. Yes, sir. Sorry.
1: Uh, that's really funny. I like that, actually. <laughs> um, now, the staff do tell about a lot of strange things that happened during their shift. Um, that happened late at night after closing, and they're the only ones left in the building. So there's lots of stories to go through, and uh, I've got lots to tell you. So should we get into them?
0: Yes, absolutely. Is one of the stories about a waiter ghost? He was just trying to make a living so he could provide for his family.
1: Well, how about you let me work through the two pages of stories I have? Fine. All right. (laughs) Gosh, someone's a
0: little snarky today.
1: (laughs) Anyways, uh, so the first story tells of a server who was the last one in the dining room after the restaurant closed one night while the server was checking the lights near the salad bar. They heard someone go through the swinging doors that led down to the kitchen. So the building has lots of different floors and the kitchen was, or the kitchen is on the floor below the dining room. So he heard someone go through the swinging doors. Um, He quickly went to see who had gone through them because he thought he was the only one in the building. Um, Found no other human presence. (laughs) So spook first spook. I mean, have you heard like the sound of the kitchen door swinging in a restaurant? Because if I was in a building alone by myself and I heard that, I would be like, I'm out. And I would run. I wouldn't care about turning off the rest of the lights or even locking up the door. I would just be like, "Bye,
0: (laughs) out. I love that you're concerned about your duties as an employee when you're talking about getting spooked like this. But side note, do you think that when Guy Fieri dies, he's gonna be haunting all of the diners, drive-ins, and dives?
1: Nah, he'll probably pick like his favorite one. <laughs> if he has,
0: you gotta goes. haunt here.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyways, he's
0: gonna be doing TV until he's he's dead, and then when he's dead, he'll still be dead. doing TV.
1: Yeah. Uh, another. Do you think he'll
0: get to take his sunglasses with him? Like the headless brakeman got to take his lantern.
1: Maybe. Maybe um, so another story reports of a waitress being in the restaurant late at night and she was by herself again most of the most of the time they're by themselves um, she, there's so there's a grand staircase that leads um, from like the major D stand on the main floor up into the dining room uh, so she was nearing the grand staircase. That led down when she noticed a fog-like gray apparition, which appeared to be moving down the stairs.
0: Ghost smoke.
1: Ghost smoke, yeah. Um, she didn't wait around to see what it was. I wouldn't either. Um,
0: she didn't worry about her duties as an employee of the Five I mean, Fish I restaurant. I
1: specifically told you that I wouldn't care either. I'd be gone too. So I feel you, sister. Do like, they have
0: standard operating procedures at the Five Fish Restaurant? 5 fishermen 5 fishermen restaurant I mean restaurant standard operating for ghost for ghost encounters Uh
1: maybe they do now because there's lots of stories that we're going to go through and I feel like they probably would need to put those in place
0: Maybe they need an ERP system
1: <laughs> Anyways um another story talks of a server who recounted that in the middle of a busy night at 5 fishermen so there's people there it's busy all the staff is on he was using the credit card machine when he felt a tap on his shoulder. He just wanted to focus on finishing what he was doing, so he kind of just, like, brushed it off, figured it was another server waiting to use the machine, um, and he felt a second tap. <laughs> so he's like, okay, I'm going to turn around and figure out what the fuck's going on. He turned around to see who was bothering him, and no one was there.
0: It was his buddy ducked behind the counter. I mean like maybe
1: maybe someone was fucking
0: with him or maybe it was a ghost. That's the worst ghost story ever. I felt a tap on my shoulder and then I looked around and no one was there and then my buddy went ha 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 it was me.
1: (laughs) Uh, so, in behind the salad bar, like I told you, the salad bar makes... The
0: haunted salad makes,
1: bar. <laughs> it pretty much is a haunted salad bar. Um, it makes a lot of appearances in these stories. Uh, so, in behind the salad bar is a private room called the Captain's Quarters, or the PR to anybody who works there. Uh, and there's been many strange occurrences that have happened in the Captain's Quarters. Phantom
0: Residence? Is that what the PR stands for?
1: Private Room. Oh, Okay. <laughs> I mean, Phantom Residence works, too. But in their case, they call it the PR for private room. Okay. Um, on one instance, a waiter was walking past the room after the restaurant closed. So, again. While well, it was closed. Late at night, by themselves. Uh, they heard a man and a woman arguing in the private room. And when he went to investigate, the voices stopped and the room was empty. Okay. So now we're hearing voices.
0: What were they saying?
1: I don't know. They were just arguing.
0: Maybe they own the restaurant. Maybe the restaurant's owned by ghosts.
1: Maybe. They're the real owners. <laughs> the other people just run it.
0: They were having like a good argument about how they should charge more for the breadsticks and they shouldn't do it unlimited anymore. I'm sure of it.
1: Maybe. Uh, now, another time a waitress was the last person in the building of course, was locking the doors and turning out the lights when she saw a figure enter the captain's quarters. So, instead of just being like, oh, it's nothing.
0: Procedure. Procedure. (laughs) What's the procedure?
1: Instead of being like, ooh, maybe it's a customer. We'll just lock them in for the night. I don't
0: know. Just go up there and poke them. Uh, See if they're real. She
1: walked into the room, so keep in mind that this private room is, it only has one entrance and exit, same doors. Uh, So she followed the figure into the captain's quarters, um, and there was no one there. Okay. So she watched someone walk in, but there was no one there.
0: I mean, that's standard standard stuff at the Five Fishermen. Standard
1: ghost stuff. Uh, Standard haunted salad bar. (laughs) Uh, Now, um, not every occurrence happens at night. Not all of them. There is one account where a staff member arrived around 3 p.m. one day. Usually arrived early to set up the salad bar. Uh, he was making a trip down from the floor above, where I guess they prepared all this stuff for the salad bar.
0: Someone puts tomatoes in with the cucumbers.
1: <laughs> Whoops. So he was making a trip down when he heard a loud crash. Now, he couldn't go to see right away what had happened, so he finished what he was doing and then decided to go and investigate. And when he went to see what the sound was, he found a broken ashtray on the floor. Sure.
0: Okay. This must how have been back, the, in yeah, back in the like, day. Yeah, this is back in the day. I don't gonna... even
1: know like how long ago it was that you couldn't smoke in restaurants anymore, but um
0: yeah. And I was going to say like I hope those ghosts are wearing masks right now because like right? if someone didn't tell them about the pandemic that's going on. They need to be aware if they're going to work in the restaurant.
1: I mean, they're dead. I don't think they care. I
0: don't know how any of this works.
1: Apparently. Anyways, <laughs> so there's broken ashtray on the floor. He bent down, started picking up the pieces. And when he stood back up, so as he stood up, the wall across from him had a mirror on it. And he looked into the mirror where he saw the reflection of an old man in vintage clothing walking away. So he turned... To try and figure out what the man needed only to find he was completely alone
0: it was just a ghost man just like stop following them just let them be
1: <laughs> uh so a few years later the assistant manager was on the phone with a customer prior to the restaurant opening so again middle of the afternoon uh when he saw an elderly man on the landing below so he's like up in the main restaurant area and like we said there's a stairway down to like where the Mater d stand is Uh, He told the man that he would be right with him Finished his phone conversation When he went down to help the elderly man He
0: turned into a goose
1: (laughs) He couldn't find him anywhere And discovered that the front doors were locked So no one would have been able to get in Now later When he was recounting his experience To some of the staff He discovered he had seen the same old man apparition That the server who was setting up the salad bar saw
0: Damn
1: Yeah Couple more stories here one night a hostess was showing a couple to their table. She stopped again near the salad bar <laughs> to explain the offerings and how it worked. I don't know, maybe it's like a fancy ass salad bar. I it don't know.
0: sounds like a badass restaurant. I yeah. wanna go.
1: Um, so she's just explaining the salad bar to the couple because maybe they've never heard of salad before. Who knows? <laughs> They don't understand how salad works. You know,
0: sometimes the tomatoes get in with the cucumbers, but that's not a big deal. That's just ghosts messing around with the salad bar. It's a bit haunted. No big deal.
1: Why does your Nova Scotian? Have yeah,
0: everybody that something? that is in my stories has some sort of an accident. Okay, sugar. But
1: like, why is your Nova Scotian southern? I
0: don't know. Maybe she's from Texas and she likes ghosts, so she went down to Halifax.
1: Maybe. Anyways, so she's explaining the salad bar, how it works to these dumbasses who don't know what salad is. When she felt a harsh brush against her face, but she saw no cause for it when she looked around. She It's just her and the couple and, you know, the other people dining around them. harsh brush. So it felt, she claims that it felt like a harsh brush across her face. Like
0: not a soft brush.
1: Nope, just a harsh one. Yep. That Um, is a
0: harsh brush by...
1: So, she sat the couple at their table, returned to the hostess stand. When she got back to the hostess stand, the maitre d' asked her what had happened to her face, uh, because apparently there was just a red handprint on her face as though she had been slapped. (laughs) Yep. Bitch got slapped at the salad bar.
0: Physically, that doesn't even make sense. If you get a harsh brush and then you're like, oh, I've been slapped. Like, there's a difference. Like, if the the, the hand moves... You're not gonna get like a handprint. You get a handprint if you get slapped, but if you get brushed, you're just gonna have like a weird looking print. what if a it was like
1: a print. slap, and then the brush was just like the hand being pulled away from her face?
0: Yeah, then she would have said she got slapped, not Anyways. a harsh brush.
1: Anyways, there's a red handprint left on her face. I'm so. hilarious.
0: If you're talking about this lady, she's like, "Yeah, sometimes the tomatoes and the cucumbers." What the
1: shit was that? Slapped at the <laughs> salad bar. <laughs>
0: Sometimes the ghosts get a little frisky in here, slap people in the faces, don't worry about it, that's just how we deal with the five fishermen. No
1: big deal. So yeah, many of the staff will relate to uh, the feeling of passing through like cold pockets on warm nights, so it's like warm in the restaurant and then all of a sudden they get like this chill which is most commonly associated with a spirit either like the spirit passing through you or you like passing through the spirit but cold pockets are usually associated with ghosts uh, so they've experienced that
0: <laughs> cold pockets Love
1: cold it. pockets um, many have heard voices when there's no one around some of them even calling their names there you go Yeah, I mean they're just friendly right
0: Carrie, Carrie.
1: We need more romaine. Yeah, we need more
0: romaine, Carrie.
1: <laughs> I was going to say. Um, there's also been, like, tapping heard on second floor windows, which is kind of spooky.
0: I guess. Like, how did you hear that if you were in the restaurant and all these people there with their kids and stuff and just like...
1: Again, probably late at night when they're there. Of course. That's why it's okay to go to the
0: restaurant as long as you don't work there.
1: Um, So, yeah. The staff is just used to the mysterious and mischievous antics of the ghosts that are. Hanging out at the Five Fishermen.
0: Okay, so this has way more hauntings than the jail hostel that we heard about. hmm So, how is this not, like, the fifth most haunted place in the world? Or like...
1: Um, I mean, like, I feel like it's probably not on that list because they're friendly ghosts.
0: Are they? I've been throwing around <laughs> knives and...
1: <laughs> and slapping bitches at, <laughs> the, slapping salad at
0: the salad bar. at
1: the bar. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how it hasn't made it on maybe because like the building itself doesn't really ring out as terrifying. Like, I don't know. If you look at photos of like the five fishermen restaurant where it's like all brightly lit and it's like this nice, fun looking building, and you compare it to photos of like the first jail in Canada, <laughs> like
0: I guess not I mean, even
1: at the same level.
0: Maybe it's okay to promote hostels as as uh is haunted but like restaurants don't deserve the same kind of like accolades or like promotions
1: maybe or maybe like the people who own the restaurant have just done a really good job with the marketing to just make it like this positive experience um they have
0: they have standard operating procedures for ghost encounters
1: yeah so speedy recap Speedy recap. All right. So we visited Halifax, Nova Scotia, where we checked out the Five Fishermen Restaurant. Started as a school, moved into an art school, was a funeral home that helped with bodies during the Titanic, the Halifax explosion. So lots of spooks in and out. Probably lots of spirits left there after those have passed on. Was converted in the late 1970s into the Five Fishermen Restaurant, but the spooks stayed, um, not realizing that it probably wasn't a funeral home anymore. They have caused... You know, people to see different apparitions, hear hearing voices, their ash trays being broken, there's a haunted salad bar, and bitches are being slapped. Uh, but the staff is cool with it. They're like, that's fine. We don't mind that Georgie over here is, you know, tapping on the second story window late at night, and we don't care that Billy slapped Betty. Like, we just don't care. It's cool. Ghosts are fun. Um, most of the staff will even tell you about the spooky stories behind this restaurant when you go and dine there. Mm-hmm. So... Based on everything I told you today, do you believe the Five Fisherman restaurant is haunted? Uh, and would you visit and dine with ghosts?
0: You know, it's weird. This is the first story where and it's maybe it's just the way that you told it and maybe it's cuz it has so much history with John Snow and the funeral home and like then it's like it's a really really old building and I love seafood and I love Halifax. So, I would go. Yeah. This is the one place I would go to. And we have a reason to go there because we visit Nova Scotia every so often. So uh, I would definitely go. Plus, it'd be the first time I got you into a seafood restaurant. Um, so if you get another allergy check done, then <laughs> I will go to this seafood restaurant with you that is super freaking haunted. And I will have some halibut and enjoy myself.
1: And I will eat from the spooky salad bar.
0: You can eat from the spooky salad (laughs) bar.
1: All right. Now, based on the stories that I told you today, if you had to give this a spooky rating out of 10, what would you give it?
0: I mean, it wasn't spooky as much as it was fun. So I'm going to put it in the middle, and I'm going to give it 5 ghost slabs out of 10 Jon Snows.
1: Awesome. Well, listeners, we want to thank you for joining us today and listening to this episode. And until next week, we hope you... Keep it bit spooky.
0: spooky. Ooh, it was a fun one.